guys. I'm Lana Turner, and you're listening to the Perfect Ten Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and my lovely guest. Of course, Aaron is on the board. Hey, Aaron. And I have uh, Diane Kawasaki in today, who's going to give advice as she often does, right? Right. Huge advice from a little person. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help myself. I feel like you need an introduction all of your own. Like it needs to be just like booming voice, like Diane Kawasaki, like the loudest, most obnoxious and like... Is that just me? No, I just want you to sing a song for me, Lana. Okay. I really want one. Oh. That would like make my day and year. Okay. I'll have to come up with a little jingle or something for you. Please do. Okay. All right. That's good. And then uh, I I love that. I love that. Um, And I'm also also so happy. Okay. So this is somebody that I haven't seen for a long time. And for some reason, I keep seeing you everywhere is Tom. And I always forget your last name. Tom Marks. God, I'm so sorry, Tom. Tom Marks. Because I just think of you as Creepy Tom. Creepy Tom. I can't get over that. Uh, Also, a lot of people in the comedy scene know me me as Blanket Jackson. Blanket Jackson? Yeah. Why? Uh, It's just kind of a name I throw (laughs) in the bucket at open mics in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, Blanky J. Blanky J. Well, I know you as Creepy Tom because, like, okay, guys, so the podcast, you go way, 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 way back. To the launch. To the beginning. Mm-hmm. The er, the very first. Since the like, birth. Tom was our intern. Yeah. And we were Creepy Tom. We did some of the funniest, like, sketches and stuff. I remember we did one that was about pedophiles. You uh, played. Yeah. You played a... Did you play the pedophile or the the victim? No, no, no. I, I look like a pedophile, but I played the the child victim. <laughs> you, you've been molested by every uh, every prominent like famous molester in right. history. Is the sketch we football wrote. camp in Pennsylvania? Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I was a friends with a celebrity in Central California. Right, right. I think you uh, stayed at Michael Jackson's yeah, ranch. Yeah, we did a Vatican reference. Yeah, we yeah. just went after it. It was, it was so, really good. It was really good, really funny. I don't even know what episode it was, but you'd have to go way back. Being uh, That was like my one kind of breakthrough uh, sketch on the show. <laughs> gave me street cred. So. <laughs> no, I really, I really appreciate it. You know? It was so funny. And I just, it was so fun working with you way back when. And then we kind of lost touch for a little while. And now I see you all the time because you're up in, I, I saw you at the foul part. Party for Wonderland. This is huge party at in for my kids' elementary school. I would talk about it. I've talked about it on the podcast before because they get like who was playing at the event? It was um, wasn't it the a cult? Lot of, well, a lot of famous uh, people from different bands. Like yeah, this a guy one. from the band Jet, a guy from Guns N' Roses, and they're called the Wonder or the Laurel Canyon All Stars. Is that what? Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, and then the DJ of the party on the inside was the fucking owner of Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, I know that like guy. Like a billionaire or whatever. No, no, no. Like, uh, yeah, no. Whatever. But he was, like, super nice. And my friend just started chatting with him because he's a DJ. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, my God, that guy fucking owns a monster. And then <laughs> all these people we talked to there, like, I, I don't know, you know, you're probably like, whoa, Creepy Tom at this <laughs> at the Wonderland <laughs> Elementary Mixer? Oh. What the fuck is that, right? And I couldn't wear a hat, so I was, like, bald and just looking like... <laughs> Sketchy. Not at all. Not at all. But it was a. It's a. It's an awesome group of people. Yeah. One of the Sklar brothers were there. Oh yeah, because uh, Jason's kid goes to the school. Right. Yeah. And I, I. I complimented him on his podcast. I like their podcast. Right. Theirs is awesome. Yeah. They're nice guys too. Yeah. They're. They're. They're really funny too. Yeah. They're. No, they're good. It's hard to pull it off when, like a team like that, and they do it. August and his kid are in the same grade, so when they first met, the two boys would be at the preschool together, and the and the Val. 
told me who that's how you okay so i don't want to get too too inside here but um anyway so valerie who's a friend of both of ours she would say that these two boys would just click they'd sit there like two old men like two old comics sitting at a friars club (laughs) just just like they could they identified on a different level because they're both kids of comics that's fucking amazing isn't that hilarious like they immediately clicked that's really cool i'd pay to watch that i know i don't watch the shot well it's i when i have play dates with kids of other comedians it's always a little bit more like you know because they're batshit crazy, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although everyone's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. I a different think, level uh, of crazy. I, I think all kids are, are, are nuts. You know what I mean? I, I coach soccer with little kids, so... They let you do that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I pass a fingerprint test. I don't know how. How? I don't yeah, know. I don't they know don't how. Have to, they'd have to know where that finger's been. <laughs> but look, um, also, I, I was lucky enough... Uh, from your podcast to meet Diane when she I was know, the guest. I know, Diane was on way back then, too. Yeah. And now she's on here all the yeah. time. So it's a pleasure, cool. you know, to reconnect, like, after four years. And from that podcast, you know, I met a comedian, Bruce Jingles. I love Bruce. I love Bruce, Oh, too. my God, we used to do the funniest shit with Bruce, too. Yeah. Just, okay, go out, you guys gotta go. This is like a, a, a remember when. We used to do, um, what was it? Uh, like, the... How he racist f- racist day out. Yeah, racist Bruce. day out. And- so we we went to see gorillas at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. We went. Oh <laughs> That's we, so we, good. No, I mean, we did really, like super racist yeah. stuff with Bruce because like he's just so funny. Well, he's, but we did that too with other, I did a super Jew day. We did, we, we yeah. weren't, weren't racist to just one thing. It was, <laughs> my brother actually saw Bruce walking the other day. He had to like run real quick. He lives right by a mall where uh-huh. we're from and he was uh, grabbing something and it was really, really hot. And my brother's like, Bruce, jump in. I'll give you a ride. Bruce jumped in and said, God damn it, brother. I'm sweating like a slave out here. <laughs> oh my, God. Bruce. my brother said he fucking like could not stop laughing. It was so funny. Bruce is so funny. But Bruce, so I met him on your podcast, and Mm -hmm. he, um, great friend to me because we connected. We smoked some crons outside. I told him, hey, I live where you're from. If you ever need a ride, let me know. Oh, and Bruce always needs a ride. (laughs) Always needs a ride. He had a DUI. And then he got me booked on over 90 gigs before I ever even did an open mic. Wow. So I did all these shows with Bruce, and Bruce would just, uh, on the list, on the set Uh list at the Ice House, it would say, Bruce Jingle's friend. Like, they wouldn't even know my name, and he got me 90 gigs. Wow. Yeah, so I'm so grateful for that. But I need to backtrack. Uh, I met you, you know, back then, before I had my first gig uh-huh. with um, Stoner Rob at John Lovett's uh-huh. Comedy Club, Club. And you offered me a spot. You said, I know you've never done comedy, but do you want to do a spot at this Naked show? And I oh, think was about this shit. Na- a naked show back then was yes. that my first Fuck one? Yes, uh, you had done I, one. I think. No, I only I've or, only done one. You were I, about I did to. one recently, so I've only okay. done two. So okay, so this was four years ago. Okay, and I think about this every day, Lana, and every time I do comedy, my first time doing comedy was almost a fucking naked show with you, but it got canceled. Oh, maybe that's what happened because like, I've yeah. only done it twice, and I don't remember. It wasn't four years ago, so yeah, maybe it was. So I wrote that's all these so jokes funny. about having a red dick, <laughs> and uh, they've been killing red. Yeah, like I like because I jerk off too much. Oh. So I was gonna go out there and be like, I didn't know it was a naked show. I would have stopped masturbating. Oh. Sorry, my dick's red. I'm Native American Indian from the waist down. I had like all these jokes. Oh my god! Oh my and then god. yeah, so that would have been my first one ever. So thank you for the offer. It's a bummer it got canceled. No, I that's so funny. That's so funny. But then you ended up on the podcast. I think you were. Didn't I meet you at like a one of the radio station things too? Right? Like we. Can you, you were doing it. I see. A, I love a, those guys too. Yeah. So that's a whole nother. Which Rob, it's KCAL ninety six yeah. seven and um, Stoner Rob's like a big part of that station. And, right. Uh, Stoner Rob's producer found my Twitter 
And then I met him and I went on his show and he said, do you want to open for me at John Lovett? So I was like, yeah, I need to start watching comedy. This is me before I was like, uh, I need to watch comedy, see how it's done. So I went to go watch Sona Rob at this event and I met you. You had a really nice red purse and there was not one like... All the comics and everyone backstage look nice, but there's not like one attractive person at this event in Riverside. <laughs> it's where I'm from. I brought my friend to get some pussy there, and there was not one hot girl, right? But you were there, and your purse was really nice. And I came up to you, and I said, uh, excuse me, miss, I just saw um, a woman with the same purse as you over there. And you, your purse is very, very nice. And you were like, are you kidding me? I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then we started laughing, and we started talking. Now that you're, you know, you're not married, I could, I was actually like really trying to hit on you. And I was like, come on, you want to go smoke a blunt in my grandma's car? And uh, you were so cool. And you were like, hey, do you, we're going to be launching a podcast. Do you want to be a part of it? And it's then so we went from there. So it was like, it was so cool. And oh, then. Oh, so I was getting hit on. That's awesome. Oh, big time. Younger big time. man too. Yeah. You. Even if that place was loaded with beautiful women, I still would have been. Hitting on you big time because you yeah that's yeah, there, you, there yeah. aren't I, th- those events are <laughs> you and Steve Trevino Steve Tre- Trevino uh, that was like the you know the first time I'd seen him like oh, you both so had great. this confidence and I was like I, I wonder how they're gonna do in front of this rough ass fucking crowd it's an outdoor <laughs> venue like how's it gonna go and you Trevino Jingles the Smash Brothers uh-huh. Stoner Rob you all fucking did amazing yeah and awesome. those events are so fun yeah it was an outdoor event for KCAL Rocks you and- have to be careful because there are like kids and stuff there but it's a, it's a kegger yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's a, the the KCAL Kager. Yeah, so that was that so was fun. That was a fun experience, and the the lady Tiffany, God, she's sexy. She's a sexy old woman, right? Oh, I love her. Right, she's one of the uh, DJs out there. Yeah, yeah. one of the, the morning show DJs. She is sexy. She got a very sexy voice. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's like she's recording from inside a bathtub. Well, actually, this is so funny too because we're almost doing like a remember when because I, I I judged a couple times the bikini competition. So that's also an old podcast where we went in and edited the bikini competition. When I got to go out there and be a judge. That's into right. And one I, of the podcasts. Yeah, I, I was, think you were a part of that. I was there recording audio. It was fun. Yeah, it was well, fun. Those sweaty tits oh, that day. Oh, God, it was great. Those girls were fucking tattooed on their. <laughs> they all had a tramp stamp and they were all fake tits. It was just, it was beautiful. And, and a couple of really, really bad spray tans. Yeah, I love that though. Yeah, that's my that's my shit. Is that your thing? <laughs> well, I like everything, but yeah, I like that. I like the fake. There were some pretty girls. A lot of them were really pretty. Being a judge was hard for me because I I'm I don't know what to. I want to judge on personality. <laughs> <laughs> not the right place. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I try. I, I tried to go with crowd reaction, but yeah, yeah, because you know it's a it's an honorary thing at the end of the day. Who's going to be Miss K Cal? So it's a they have to wear that crown for a whole year. So it's a lot of pressure for me to make sure the right girl got chosen. <laughs> I was just thinking, where is Miss K Cal? Oh. 13 or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, where is she now? We should do a where, yeah. She's at the Spearmint Rhino in Riverside. Maybe Don't so. worry about it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so crazy. But I think the, it's, what's crazy is that you kind of came back around into my life, through both through comedy, because you're doing so well now, and through, like, the kids, because of yeah. that whole connection with the school and everything, which is so cool. I've I like, My kids are, like, they're so fun. And, in fact, your girlfriend's probably going to watch them for me this weekend. Good. So just don't – I just don't want you coming around. Okay? Yeah. No, she's from, the mid, she's from the Midwest, so she might hit your kids. Oh, man. Uh, I, that's just how they roll out there. You know <laughs> what I mean? They, they need to be disciplined. So yeah. That's okay. A barnyard whipping. That's what she's good for. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Please just come over and whip my kids. Um, 
Now, you know what is so funny? I, I want to make another call back to a previous episode because a few weeks ago I had Courtney Cronin on and uh, we did this whole thing with this guy called um, Matt Farley who has 18,000 songs and a majority of them are about poop. And wow. uh, I started playing some of the poop songs for my kids and they went crazy. So um, I, I have since had Matt uh, hit me up on Twitter and it's hilarious, Matt, because you have the demographic down from like seven year old boy to 15 year old boy and 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 moms that have like you know fucked up poopy humor like me right so, right right yeah you know what's you know what's sad about poop humor on my youtube channel i've done stand-up and little sketches and all this stuff i did one video that i made in seriously like 2006 where i just f- would press record and fart into the camera and i did oh. it for like it's maybe like a minute and a half of me just farting can you do that yeah it's called fart night on youtube and it's blown up it's like it's horrible that like I do all this smart comedy, I work on material, Wait, but my fucking fart video is like kids in Nebraska are just posted? liking it. Yeah, they love the shit out of it. And all you you have a fart it's that all lasts cut, a minute all, and a half. No, 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 no. It's not one fart. I'm sorry. It's like a maybe a series. Yeah, it's maybe like 35 farts cut together in a minute <laughs> and a half, like really tight really? cut together. Yeah, but it shows my face too. Is Wait, it on it's fart? A, where is where is this video? Um, I, this is what, what's. Uh, you want to play the audio? It's pure. Yes. It's pure ass ripping. Um, you type in Uncle Tio fart night. Uh, Uncle Tio. That means Uncle Uncle. Tio you know Spanish. Tio fart. Yeah. yeah. Fart night. Fart night. And that'll yeah, bring and it's it up. Yeah, like four thousand views. Um, yeah, it's that one right there on the far left. This is it right here. Yeah. Do we? On, I this this is. Oh, see, I've been trying to get away from this uh, as part of my career because. Well, how can you get it just away like from it? It's everything. Yeah, I don't I mean, want to be known for this. You can't get Why? away from this. I've I've probably fucked myself out of some puss for this. Well, but I mean, you have a girlfriend. <laughs> you're fine. You do, you can just fart whatever. I know. You want. I know. But you always gotta have a backup plan. A <laughs> backup plan. No, I mean, <laughs> how? I have bitches on deck. Is this is this it right here? Yeah, this is it. Oh, it, it's not really coming up. I oh. didn't. Is it going to come up? Yeah, maybe it's just loading. Okay, we'll give it a... Oh, there it is. Loading the fart video. Yeah, fart... All right. Well, I guess we're going to play it. It's I, uh, basically a lot of facial expressions. <laughs> me kind of just looking into the camera. I have a remote for my video camera, so I just press record, fart, and then I'd press record. And my friends have begged me to put it online forever. One night in 2009, my asshole something. Mm. But it... Tom, this is awful. Really? Just wait. Wait, how many hits does this have? <laughs> God. <laughs> Your reaction's what makes it funny, though. That one, I mouthed the fart. It's... I, I like... Oh, li- God. The, I'm so sorry to my listeners right now. That I, I told is- you. It's <laughs> like, so, shit. So this is, this is the... This is my what claim to fame. you've been doing since I've seen you last. Well, no, I did this before I got into comedy. So I was so instinctually right by calling you Creepy Tom, though. This yeah. Was, this was before I met you when you posted this? This is... I... I... Re, I... Rec- <laughs> they can, get can worse. You talk? They so get talk worse and worse. I actually still enjoy it, so... Well, you're proud of your work. I, it doesn't say how many hits you have though on this, so I'm not. Uh, I'd, I'd say there's around four thousand. Well, that's really good. Four thousand yeah. more 4, than the quite an accomplishment. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm proud of you, Tom. Yeah, so it's check over. That out, people, fart it's night. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. it! But I have a question for you. Yeah. Are those your actual farts? Yeah, all real. So, like, did you have a collection of them, or were you just, like, really well, gassy one day? I, I've learned God. about my body over time. If I lay on my side like that, like I was laying on that yeah. futon living in San Diego back in 
2008. So it was before oh. I was in comedy. So you're the origin of those farts. My ass was in comedy before I was in comedy. <laughs> Oh, well, 4,000 so Aaron, I'm so sorry. I bring, you know, I bring you gold, don't I? You sit here most Appreciate of the day. It, different guests Appreciate filter it. in and out of this lovely establishment where I've been honored enough to post my podcast. And I truly bring you the best, don't I? Yes. Well, speaking nodding, speaking yes. of podcasts, um, you know, I really learned about what podcasts <laughs> were working with you guys. Uh-huh. And all things comedy, I, f- I fucking love this network. Um, the Champs podcast uh-huh. which is part of this network. I've listened to every episode, no joke, fucking three times. Ah, oh, awesome! Easily, no, there's great and, podcasts. Oh, there's 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 a million that we could get into, but yeah, that that's my all time favorite right there. Oh, that's so good. I, there, no, there's a lot of great. This is I'm so thrilled to be here. So hopefully, after that little thing that I just shared, that I don't get kicked off. Thank you, Tom. God. <laughs> I'm just I, I'll make sure my people don't fucking run you off the internet. Okay. okay. All right. Good. Good. And and as as a listener, please keep with us because we're going to get into some more stuff. Because there was something you told me the other day. I was like, okay, why don't you just come on? And, oh, by the way, YouTube because we just were on YouTube. Um, this podcast is now available on YouTube, so you can actually see us. Um, if you go to my channel, and I, I'm not sure it's also going to be posted on All Things YouTube, right, Aaron? Yes. So it's kind Sweet. of a new thing I'm doing in recording. Um, so the All Things Comedy Network YouTube channel, and then and also, then also your on my personal, personal YouTube, Lana Turner, just Lana Turner, L A H N A T U R N E R. So yeah, cool. you can find you can actually watch us sitting here talking about the farts you just heard. Sweet. Yeah. So. No, I'm going to write hate comments and shit. <laughs> Don't cool. hate. I'll hunt you guys down. Don't hate. That um, guy's asshole videos sucked. You're going to hate on yourself. Yeah, I should. All right, I you should. hate on yourself. Don't hate on me, though. I should. Or Lana. Well, in, in keeping with the, our conversation that we had before you came in here, the, when I saw you the last time, we were like, let's do this. You wanted to update me on something that you call your rub and tug rabbit hole. And I was yeah. curious. Just that alone made me giggle. So Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so moved out. Yeah, to- <laughs> let it out. You're like... <laughs> Wait, I kind of know what a rub and tug is, but yeah. I don't really know why the rabbit hole is there. I mean, it's because you, you, you went down the rabbit hole. In other words, he, right. he got really into getting rub, rubs and tugs yeah. is what I'm thinking. Right? You can call it a rabbit hole if you've got out, right? No, I think that's like when you're still in the hole. Well, no, oh, I I'm get- definitely still in the hole. I just am financially not available to <laughs> keep going down. Okay. All right. Well, pray so, tell. Let's... Uh, and I'm in, I'm in a relationship. That's a, another big reason why. With the sweetest girl, by the way. What the right. fuck is yeah. wrong with her? I can't. Right. I, sh- I know. I shouldn't let her ever watch the kids. I'm I've, sorry. I'm making a huge. <laughs> yeah. She's just so damn sweet. She's very sweet. Every person who meets her asks her to babysit. So she's like yeah. a babysitter for no, like no. 10 she's people. really really sweet. So it's so good. sweet. Girls. I can do more comedy the more she babysits. So I keep <laughs> I <laughs> you keep mean her busy. Free. You mean you're yeah. free to go out at night? I'm free. Yeah, she's not. Sucking my life away at home. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. I can't believe you just said <laughs> that. Goddamn horrible. dream killer. You just made every woman's <laughs> vagina just dry up, Tom. I'm I sorry. Creepy, I'm sorry. Tom. Yeah, I got creepy a, Tom. I got a goal. You got it so good. Don't mess it up. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, so, so what happens? So you got the girlfriend now, so you don't need the rug and, rub and tug. Right. The, rug and, the, rug, <laughs> the rug and tug. But I got this job <laughs> from my buddy from college, corporate job. In um, El Segundo, kind of just right by the LAX, corporate job, a lot of money coming in, had my own place, was doing well, uh, thought, I, you know, thought the money was making me happy, uh, didn't know where to spend it, and then I heard this guy named Eric Andre on the oh. Champs podcast talk about this thing called Rub Maps, oh. where, I don't know if you've heard about it, happy Mm-mm. to tell you about it, it's an app or a website you can go to on a computer if you're scared to go to weird shit on your phone. I'm not, definitely. <laughs> you don't look like North Korea, hack my information. I'm not ashamed. 
But basically, Rub Maps, you can look. It's a map, like Google Maps, and it shows you exactly where places give you a dirty massage, how much it costs, the ethnicity of the masseuse, all the details. And I was just Isn't like, that... oh, my God, that's incredible. But that's just what, like, I, I mean, those are illegal, so wouldn't police officers They're just not. use that? They're There's... not illegal? Okay, in the South Bay, from El Segundo to Torrance to Redondo, uh-huh. there must be over fucking 500 for every Starbucks, I like how you're grabbing your fist. Oh my god! And for every a, fucking Starbucks, there's ten dirty massage parlors with his hands in the Wait, South Bay of Los this? Angeles. Like this is part of the rub and tug. I I mean, if a I mean, woman this, wanted to like go, go for, for it, it. Okay. I'm in. Wait, so but but I know they exist everywhere. In fact, it's, I was cracking everywhere. myself up because when I was in China, they had. They had places, and I, and I, I asked um, the tour guide, I go, what are they called here? Because in America, it's a happy ending. <laughs> so I wanted to know the Chinese translation, <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't really grasp the you didn't catch it? Damn it. I, I told him, yeah, he was, yeah. I, right. I was like, happy endings, what are they called in, in China? And yeah, he didn't know. It kind of got lost, lost well, in translation. Well, they're 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 everywhere here, and it's really interesting. But they're not illegal. They are illegal to do that. I know they are. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Jesus, <laughs> whatever people want to do is fine. But they are illegal. They get shut so down, and then them, they open up somewhere else or in a different county. Of course. So in between San Bernardino County, Los Angeles County, um, whatever's going on in the South Bay near Redondo and Torrance, it is a fucking epidemic. But it's like a good one because the more there are, the cheaper the deal, the better the deal, the better the massage, the better the the rub and tea. So what is it? What does this look like? So you have this app on your phone, and mm-hmm. you're so the first time you ever did it. So the first time I ever did it, I went back home, which is um, you know uh, uh, an hour east, and I was staying out there. Uh, I forget why something was going on, and it was a Sunday morning, and I woke up to go watch a soccer game with my friend right at eight a.m. and I'm at his house. He's not answering the door. I'm throwing a tennis ball at his window. He's not waking up. I'm like, shit. So I go back home to my mom and my mom's house, and everyone had left and gone to church. And I was locked out. I didn't have a key. I was like, oh, shit. So what am I going to do, right? I got all <laughs> this money from the corporate kill. job, right? It's a Sunday morning. I'm like, oh, I'm going to run down to the bank, uh, run some errands. I'm driving by this place. I'm like, that looks dirty. That <laughs> place is open at 830 on a Sunday. I don't like it. I actually like it. And then I looked it up. On the app? Yeah, on Rub Maps. It's legit. Go in there. And basically, I learned the first time, <laughs> they'll put you on your stomach, right? Oh, my God. And they'll start giving you the weakest massage ever. Really? It's not a good oh massage? Oh, God. It's like they're barely touching your skin. Really? Oh, and that that's like just the clear sign, right? And then you can either pop your fucking, your, your kind of your ass up, you know, wait, did so you your know dick how to, is wait, like... Wait, 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 did you know how to do that instinctually no. or somebody had taught you? A, a comedian from New York, I won't name, is uh, a handjob sensei, and he uh. had been to over 200 different places in New York, and he's like, I've never fucked him, blah, 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 he just swears by the handjob, loved it, and really kind of was the main inspiration, him and Eric Andre. I have no faith in men whatsoever. Like, it, yeah, it, why? Because, because there's 500 of these places, so that's a 500 lot. and a million, yeah. Yeah, millions of them, so, you know, guys just getting rubs and tugs everywhere it's fine you know it's whatever but ladies do you you feeling this like i don't know how much this is how much oh, it costs? so it's usually like 30 at the door 30 or 40 at the door for an hour and then you they go pay, back and you have to front yeah, yeah yeah and then you go back and then you have to bargain with the girl and you, your boy right here will go in with like 15 dollars and ones 
And I'll try to do like the the smoky and Friday where I'll like count it, flip it. Like I'll try to make 15 look like 30. And they're like, I've negotiated so well that I'll go in there and never spend more than 50 bucks and always bust a nut. Oh, I have so many questions. For and you. one oh and one stripper uh, put a condom on my dick and sucked my dick for like in a massage parlor. Yeah. Well, this was more like a whorehouse. And this one, uh, me and a comedian found. I don't want to say his name because, because like I, I told him about it because it was by where he lives, and then he was just like, he, he, it was great because this was the first one we had found that was, um, it was unique because it was non-Asian. The girls were like six foot three, super hot, fucking Latinas, Honduras, fucking Cuban, Chileans. It was brilliant. And they're giving BJ's though, not just. Uh, I, yeah, I went in there. She didn't even speak any English, so I could kind of fucking communicate with her doing this. And I was just like, just no massage, like just give me a hand job. So she puts a condom on my dick for the hand job. I'm like, that's weird, and I'm not really having it. And then she just goes, shh. Oh my god! And just sucks my dick, and I'm like, yeah, fucking nine dollar blowjob. Oh my god, nine dollars! Yeah, well, it was forty at the door, and then I gave her nine behind the scenes. Oh, and that one, oh god. there were like a hundred doors we walked past. I got a little past. sick to my stomach. Yeah, uh, just, just kind of die now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just I, I feel hold so on. Bad for it's her. a CBJ. <laughs> Don't be like, gross. I it's like a condom blowjob. That's clean. That's clean. CBJ for her. I'm looking at you and nine dollars. Creepy Tom. She get that forty at the door. She's getting a big chunk of that. I don't yeah, is she bad. getting that though, or is I, it the establishment that gets it? Well, this is what you do. You always promise them you're going to come back and pay more the next time, oh and then you always God. go to a different place. So, like my sensei, my handjob sensei from New York, I go to all these different places. It's great. But and what if you? But you sh- like? Wouldn't you want to go back to a girl that gave you the right? Like you didn't have one that you. Just I, yeah, I had this. It. I had this one chick give me a handjob that was so good. I'm like, I had to go back there when I get money. How? What made it? And I murdered my girlfriend. One, <laughs> <laughs> no, what made that one special? Um, it was like the oil. Um, it was a really hard bargain. I went in there and I said, I want a 15 minute massage for all I had was. I said, I, this is all I have. I'm not gonna have enough for a tip. How about 15? They like went in the back. An old lady came out and she's like, okay, 15 minute massage. <laughs> so that, you already, yeah, you already know this. This is no good. And I didn't look at this one up on Rub Maps. I just start. I gave up on Rub Maps and I just started going in blind. Oh I've gotten, so, I've gone like three times where it wasn't a dirty massage. So wait, you've had, you've had the gamut of hand jobs. Like you've had the hot woman. You've had a lot of Asians, but you yeah. also had a very old woman as well. It sounds. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, there's a. I'm a part of this. Uh, my podcast is part of this network uh, radio station called Chaotic Radio. It's uh-huh. an internet radio station. It's where we record. And there's this place around the corner that gives dirty uh, hand jobs. And basically, they're like, you know, before you're like officially like part of the station and a podcast, like you have to jump yourself in with a hand job uh, to be from all the girl around the corner. Yeah. What do you mean to be part? It's like a fraternity. Yeah, situation? it's like an unspoken thing. Like if you really want to be part, are of, there like, any the women game, on that network? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Actually, sorry. Wait, so do they have to give the hand jobs? I have a question for you. What's yeah. the difference between a dirty hand job and a clean one? Well, I think you're paying for it, right? Oh, so I don't know. Clean means you're, it's free. I, this is what a dirty fucking hand job to me is. Is when she and this happened to me once. She was like giving me a hand job, and then she stopped and took her hand that she was jerking me with and. Give me like a shh, and I was like, like oh, like oh, like you know, oh, what put it mean? on my fucking like oh. shushed me and put my her hands on my fucking mouth. I was like, you're jerking me off, lady. Don't fucking put your fingers in my face. 
that's a dirty hand. Wait, job. wait. She wanted you to be quiet. She yeah, didn't want yeah, yeah. you to moan. Right, because I because I was only giving her like five bucks for a quick hand job. Five bucks. Yeah, and they're, sometimes they're like, but I have to back there. You know, we have to pay the. B-. And it's really always lost in translation because these girls don't fucking speak English. So you can go in there with six dollars, pay thirty at the door, go back with like six, and fucking blow a load. See what makes me the most it's under forty bucks. Uh, what what upsets me about it is that prostitution being illegal means that women really get taken advantage right. of because there's no reason for a woman to get a $5 tip for giving a guy a happy ending. Really, but it's prostitution only... should be open and, yeah. and, and it should be True. regulated and True. it should be uh, because the, the person in this situation is a, a woman who d- has absolutely very little other ways of making a living. And I will take and... advantage of these women until we <laughs> legalize prostitution. Tom, All right, you should sign a, on a the record. change.org petition then. Well, I gave people a blueprint on how to get a cheap Rub and talk. What? Right. You're okay. Well, just it know is, he, it is. It, it is. Right. Okay. And 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 you know it's the, it's this. You, you know you can't hate the game. I right. don't. Or, hate if I was wit, or the, or the if player, I was rich guy, one. it's no one's fault. It's if just, I was a rich guy, I'd pay isn't. him for like anal sex and stuff. Like I'd be like fucking these you girls. You can buy that too. Paying them well. Oh, oh sure. yeah. Of you can buy whatever you want. But is at these places? Do they 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 allow that? Well, the, the the girls will do like so. The first place I went Sunday morning when my family was at church, I'd like go in there, and this lady speaks zero English. And I pay at the door, and then she, like, asks me for the money. I give her, like, maybe 30 in the back. But first she goes, she goes, 20 for this. <gasps> gives the, a hand job sign. So he, he's holding up a, t- a, hand. a two. So it's, like, yeah, 20. 20 for and hand then job. And then and Tom's she goes, jerking his hand. 50 for blow job. And does so the she, blow she job does sign. over the mouth. And then she does the sex sign, and she says 140. For sex. Yeah. And then did she do the other side for anal? <laughs> she flip over the palm? I did the I did the sign language for how much to sit on my face. You did? No, I didn't. No. But she... Um, she yeah, why would you I want pay- that? You would not want her to sit on your face. Right. Ugh. So... Uh, yeah, I got the yeah, hand Aaron's job. shaking his head. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Aaron, you can sterilize your mics after this. Sorry, bro. But yeah, I, I paid for the <laughs> hand job while my family is at church. And how and how that one was five dollars out the gate? Or uh, that was no, no, twenty uh, because she said I, it would be twenty. Yeah, I was like that was my first experience, so I was like generous. I was like hooking it up back then. And I was corporate guy, had money, wore in a tie, getting you- jerked off after after long day. When you call this a rabbit hole, how long did this go on and how many times did you do it if you had to estimate? Um Or did you're still doing it, I guess, occasionally, but I would hate to tally up all the money I've spent on it. You know what I mean? All oh. the five dollar bills yeah, that you spent, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would always like eat an edible and get really relaxed before I go in. So it's like a sixty dollar day. Wow! And I do it on like Saturdays. Um, and I, you know, there's no shame in my game because like the worst thing I got was a CBJ just that one time. The CBJ rest, condom blowjob. Oh, the CBJ. Got yeah, it. that's like a, a sex worker. Is term that? I, I would imagine. <laughs> I don't. I, just condoms take away so much of the sensation to have a blowjob with a condom. I mean, is that really... Uh, you're so fucking excited in the moment. You're just like... I honestly have never lasted more than like two minutes getting a fucking ha- a dirty hand job. Really? I'm in and out. Like, I shouldn't have to pay that much up front. That's why I went and bartered at the beginning. I'm like, I just want a 15 minute. I don't need the whole 30. Give me a 15 for 20. It, I'm it, not paying 30 It's because you're so excited. And are they just yeah. super good at it too? I mean, they're just... Oh my God, they can tug a fucking snake like no one's business. <laughs> I'm not. I don't have a snake. I have a fuck. I'm not packing heat. But yeah, they know how to do it well. Yeah. One girl used this technique. I want to go back and I want to pay her. What, well what too. did she do that? It, it was like um, hot lotion, and she was like going in like this, like using her forearms and her wrists, 
And like it on was your brilliant. Dick? Yeah. Like she was rubbing her yeah. like she, not her hands. She would go hands and then like she was using like her whole fucking uh arms, wrists, everything. Forearms. Yeah. And what was it about that that was so great? Was it cuz it was just so she, much touch? She was a burn victim and uh Oh, she, stop. She, <laughs> Shut up. She fell in she a had, fire so she had Stop. She fake had skin hand. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. That's, <laughs> you just I was like, oh, because it's a bumpy hand. I would say <laughs> new, <laughs> new soft ribs. skin. Oh my god. Uh, uh no, no, no. She she just was really pro- professional. She's a pro. Yeah, and this place is dirty. It's in Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, <laughs> you guys want that info? Uncle Tio's Ninos on Twitter. I'll give you. Do you, you feel it. like you kind of got addicted to the whole thing? I mean, it was so yeah. Accessible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have addictive personality. Like it's, I see myself with a bag of cookies. Like I can't just eat one; I'll eat the whole bag. Go to the store, buy another bag. Like I'm fucking ridiculous. The way I smoke weed, like a goddamn chimney. I'm just a very like addictive, intense person. And I'm glad that I've recognized that and I've known that about myself. And I can let myself slip and you know do you have come fun. From a, and, do you come from a family with a lot of addiction? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So and it's like yeah. And you can identify with, you know, other addictive people and you can kind of see it in their personality. And, right. And some people are fucking super extremes. But the people that could recognize it are the people that could manage it well and have fun and kind of learn about your limits. And if my family weren't, uh, had addiction problems, I probably wouldn't be so self-aware and like, r- like good at recognizing bad habits like getting fucking hand jobs. <laughs> well, my family's at church. Not that saying going to church is great. Fuck that. That's dumb of them to go to church. Um, but yeah, you know, f- fuck getting hand jobs. I don't need to be doing that. I'm still 29. Yeah, I have a unibrow and I'm bald, but I could be getting pussy for free. Well, they're going to uh, they're going to church so that they're not getting the hand jobs anymore because they probably <laughs> went down that dark road before. But I mean, when you say you have you recognize the addictive personality inside, that's really great because yeah, I mean. That rabbit hole could be anything because addictions uh, switch and change right. throughout life, and 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 it it can be really really bad. I've done a lot of drogas, and <laughs> drogas. I've never done heroin or meth, but like you know, Oof. if I had ever done any of those, and then uh, not had like people with problems in my family, I would probably be a homeless guy right now, um, sucking a man. You know what I mean? Did Under ever, a bridge or something. It'd did be you ever horrible. have a man give you a hand job in one of these places? Uh, no. <laughs> that, that, not that maybe. Did no. you ever suspect that she wasn't that she might not um, be fully female? N- oh no, no. But you know what? If my eyes are closed, my eyes are closed. <laughs> and if her her grip's stronger, so be it. <laughs> I love that. They, it, all these places are are very like tinted too. You know, like it's very dark. And you know, it's weird. The, I've been to at least three rub and tugs where they have the Christmas trees up in the like the ho- the, the lobby like year round. It's fucking hilarious. I'm like, come on! It's all, well, you guys it's, are like fucking white trash people. It's, not taking it's that always Christmas. the gift. The gift. The, <laughs> yeah, it is a Christmas. You present. always give yourself a little yeah Christmas <laughs> in June, a little hand job in the summer. What do you want from Santa? <laughs> I want a hand job. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's. It's Sign a perfect gift. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. So I'm glad I could educate you guys because I know you. it's kind of been a hot topic on the on the podcast. Yeah, a little bit. But well, I needed to give you, like, a side from the streets, you know? Yeah, no, I really appreciate you sharing with me. Like, uh, I mean, for me, the the perspective is, wow, I, I had no idea it was that prevalent. I mean, I know it, it is, but there's a lot of people who are going and getting them. And, in fact, if any of the listeners want to share their stories, I'm fascinated because, yeah. I, like I said, I believe prostitution should be completely legal. I think the only people who get hurt 
in the situation are the women who are doing it because they're not properly compensated. Because five dollars, right. no, it's just not. How can you touch uh, every part of a person's body? It, like, especially for men, it's just a release. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, it's really almost impossible to find a place that gives you a good massage and jerks you off. You either go in there and get jerked off and you're out, mm-hmm. or you go in there and get a really good massage. There's only like one place I've heard of where it's like best of both worlds. Eric Andre also found a place, but where it's like they'll either jerk you off in the beginning and then give you a really good massage, or they'll give you a really good massage and then they'll jerk you off at the end. Oh. It's it, but if most ninety percent of the places you go in there, they just jerk you off and then you're, you're out. Well, because they don't give you a massage. They, they know they that's touch what you're your there skin. for. That's it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Maybe put their fingers on your lips if they're fucking <laughs> feeling wild. Gross. <laughs> Gross. And you want to know what the grossest part about that is? She might not have washed her hands in between clients. That's what I'm thinking. I know. That's what I'm thinking. That's totally what happened. You had like some other man's ball juice on your lips. Not just one. Yeah. Yeah. She's been at work all day. You were the last in the line of clients. I feel like she, like the, they have to wash their hands because, you know, they jerk you off with No, they don't. That's why you paid $5. (laughs) Hey. Uh, that's what happened. That's what happened. I still got a good deal. You got a good deal. <laughs> it's all about the hustle, right, Tom? Yeah. Well, um, Diane gives such good advice that she's been coming back in periodically to uh, shed her very awesome wisdom. And um, I've been getting um, email to, well, mostly on Twitter. But if you want to hit me up, DM me on Facebook or you can um, hit me up on Twitter if you want. If I'm not following you, ask me to follow you. Then you can direct message me and um, and you can ask questions, whatever it might be. Um, Diane and myself, and now you, of course, Tom. Um, Thank we you. can And Aaron, always chime in, and we'll see if we can answer this one. This one is from a woman. Dear Lana, I'm a big fan of your podcast. Thank you to the power of the third. Right now, I'm dating a guy who doesn't want to commit. He said he has issues with being with just one girl, but I feel like he just doesn't want to be with me. We've been seeing each other for a few months, but he doesn't want to hang out with my friends and only texts me when it works for him. He'll take days to reply to my messages and just doesn't seem interested in me. That sucks. Um, When we're together, it's so good. But then he doesn't even care about anything I'm interested in. He, that's, that's pretty bad, hon. Um, He also asked me to borrow money. Stop. Because he's behind on his bills. He sounds like he's not that cool. Um, right. I And she goes, I have money, but I feel like he'll just use it to date other girls. What the fuck? I recently met a nice guy who wants to take me out. OK, but I feel bad since I feel attached to this guy. And she might be one of those girls who only wants somebody who isn't nice to her. Um, and I don't want to cheat. She puts that in, in um, quotes on him, even though he doesn't really seem to care what I do. I don't know what to do. And that, that's that's sad. Right. She likes a guy who doesn't reciprocate. That's that's dating, like current dating in America right now. Like all of this, like OkCupid, Tinder. That's kind of like the draw of guys right now, isn't it? Like I mean, it's just. What do you mean, Diane? This non-committal stuff because people don't have to be married anymore. They can just do whatever they want. They can do, you know, just anything. So there's this kind of like real lack of um, responsibility or accountability in dating now. So we can just, you know, you can go on an app um, like. Well, Brian, just so he could go to a, a massage. You could go get the rub and tug and go make your own rabbit hole, you know? Beat off to some HD porn. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of like... Call it a night. That's everyday but, stuff. But, I mean, know? if he was truly, truly into her, then he he's would not. make a point. He's not. Because he's, like, waiting for the next best thing. Because whatever it is that makes him noncommittal, 
it's just, you know, something about him just doesn't really want to commit to anybody. Or maybe he hasn't found someone that really, like, kind of marked all of those standards. And this goes with women, too, because some women are looking for that perfect guy, and then they'll use somebody until they get that perfect guy. But, I mean, as far as, like, somebody who really cares about you, I mean, someone who you really care about, why settle for that? I mean, that's something that you learn in your early 20s, maybe when you're a teenager in high school. But as far as, like, somebody who just doesn't give a shit, like, why? She's a 2016 side chick. Sorry. Sorry, girl out there. You're not his number one squeeze. You're, like... You're maybe number three in the lineup. Really? Have you oh, had this scenario yeah. before, Tom, where you were with a girl that wasn't your... Non-committal bitches you borrow money from? Come on, man. They're not, they're not girls you're trying to to keep. They're just convenience, I'm sorry to say. Huh. And there's probably no like pictures of her on his Facebook or anything like that. She's a <gasps> 2016 side chick. Oh, no. The, the term is side bitch, but I don't want to be offensive to her. She should go after the new guy. Well, I think side bitch, though, would as offensive as that is, maybe it will dri- drive the point home. So she'll figure out because, you know, yeah. I mean, I think for some women like you're intimate with a guy, you develop these feelings and you you don't see the red flags. I'm a big I'm, I have a lot of problems with painting those red flags white. I've done it throughout for many many years blatant gigantic monster sized red flags because you want to see the best and you want to hope for the best and you think that something might be there still or whatever and i mean and you have a big heart you know yes, and you, you that's why we're asking diane for the advice because you're too nice Wait, I, mean, I don't have a big heart i'm <laughs> you're cold diane I'm no cold, you got diane. no you got the logic solid advice i have to say i have to say yeah. she's gonna she's gonna appreciate what you had to say and right and and hopefully she jumps on with the new dude yeah i think yeah. I, I think you have to find a guy who really who you like and and reciprocates and you know what maybe you need to sit back and let him reach out to you you know i think there's something to be said about not texting him or calling him let him reach out to you yeah if he wants you he'll he'll find you that works and and that might be really hard for you because you really like him and you really want him but if you want him to want you maybe you have to like literally like dangle the carrot let him come to you and and right maybe you have to have uh, multiple people if you're gonna have somebody like that because that's what do the you only mean? way because you're dealing with a non-committal person you have to date at least like two other guys if you want to keep this one guy what do you mean so she should be seeing the other she guy yeah. like so that he so that he feels the pressure that she, she, yes make well, him not, jelly not even about him jelly. but like <laughs> it's just to make her move on and transition to like somebody who's going to respect her is like you have to have two guys because she's already kind of attached to him. So to kind of release that because this guy does not need to be in his her life anymore. Oh, so she should just sh- just cut him. Loose. Yeah, just cut him loose. But she's going to have a hard time with it. So, and so she should jump on another yeah, one. Yeah, she should watch. go on Tinder and be like, hey, what's going on? Um, but it sounds like she's more into a relationship. So it might be really wrong guy because he's not going to ever be in a relationship until one day he just kind of looks at himself and is like, wow. Maybe I should like sort myself out and like do, you know, this whole relationship thing. Or he may not. Like my my dad gave me the best advice. He said, you know, like some guys just figure get on it out. Tinder. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I should ask him. if he knew what Tinder was. I hope he doesn't. But um, you know, if he knew what Tinder was, maybe. But he always told me like, you know, with guys, it's like they either figure it out or they die. So that's what do, what do you mean die? They just never figure it out. So they just want to be by themselves and, you know, have this like, uh, you know, vicarious like lifestyle of something that doesn't exist and looking for this elusive person that. Oh, the pussy quota. They're trying to yeah, find the ultimate tr- thing and that they've and they'll never find it, it doesn't work that way because you can have like sex is so easy to have. 
is so easy. I don't know. That doesn't sound like it's easy for her. It well, sounds like for her, it's an emotional. More. Like, not just one guy, but she needs two. What? I'm serious. Because yeah? If she goes to another guy. But she'll guy, get attached to whomever, most likely. That's why, too. You have to disperse. Like, <laughs> have three. three guys. How about just have them all at once? <laughs> I mean, I did that one time. I had three guys. At the same time, you were juggling? No, not like at the same time. Like in no, the no, room. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I tried it out because I wanted to kind of test it out. And you were able to balance it. Not really, because all of them got mad at me. Oh, because they all found out about each other in some well, way? Well, they didn't find out about each other. One of them got really upset. Um, but he was, like, really shitty to me, so I didn't care. And the other guy, I just didn't care about either. But I want, I liked one guy. But I screwed it up because I got really insecure about it. So, hmm. yeah. So, it, but, I mean, I'm, that's kind of like the crash course before you find someone serious. It's to just get out there a little just bit. Just get yeah. out there and then, you know, get some... Some rug and tug or whatever. <laughs> you know. yeah, rug. <laughs> I, so, okay. So, I think to, to, that, that Diane feels like you should go out and meet a bunch of different dudes and, and get under a bunch of different guys until you find one that you... You don't have to get yeah. under them. But at Just, least have the experience of being respected and, like, honored for well, It sounds time. like there's another guy out there who's into her. So, I think you should yeah. give him a chance. I think you should cut this other guy loose. If he wants you, he'll come back and find you. Put it all in his court. No, just forget that just, guy. When he comes back, because he will. He will. He will come back, and then you just be like, bye, bitch. I'm done. Bye, Felicia. Right. I learned that from my uh, kids at my practicum. So, yeah, you just have to buy Felicia him. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, what if what if it just... Well, I, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I actually think you're dead on. But if there if he is like a really nice guy and she sees something great about him and he's just not with it with her right now but he comes around and he is the one for like, no. wants to no motivated, it will never happen he's motivated by the catch oh. so he's motivated by oh I can't have you now so I want to see where this goes and then as soon as cause that's what happened with my ex-boyfriend like he, you know, cheated on me with 30 people. That sucks. So and, a yeah. guy who just wants to, like, almost like the kill. He just wants yeah. the, um, the admiration. Is that what you think you know? too, Tom? Well, what I think is I, I feel bad for this girl. And if she's in the Los Angeles area, my girlfriend will be gone. Saturday night babysitting. But <laughs> Lana, oh my I'll God. have sex with you, girl. And we'll just, we'll move past this. Uh, yeah, contact She'll give you. you a vibe well said. And where can you be found, Tom? Uh, on Twitter, DM me. You know, my girl don't know how to sneak in there and see those messages. <laughs> uh, Uncle Tio's Ninos on Twitter. <laughs> is that your is that your handle? Yeah, Uncle Tio's Ninos. <laughs> Spell it out so everybody can find it's you. Uncle T I O S N I N O S. That means Uncle Uncle's Kids. All right, and where else can people find you, including your um, internet radio show? Um, my podcast is called The White Bronco Show. Uh, it's we're kind of social justice warriors. We got this Kickstarter going to get Harambe buried at the Neverland Ranch, uh, etc. It's a really fun show. I'm would love for you to come be a guest. I would love to. Yeah, let's schedule it. We'll, yeah, we'll schedule we, it right now. Yeah, when we get the time and you're out that way, we'll because I drive okay. out there to do it every week from LA. Okay. So yeah, we'll we'll get that done. The White Bronco Show and follow me on Twitter because I love fucking Twitter. I write jokes on it it's how i got into comedy it's how you write one-liners yeah i'm very yeah. fucking grateful to twitter i love it's it it's really nice because you can also connect with everybody of course so. yeah yep all right awesome so we can find you what about you diane um i'm on facebook uh diane kawasaki spell it you uh, gotta spell it that's d-i-a-n-e-k-a-w-a-s-a-k-i yeah not that it matters if you're driving in your car you're not gonna write that down <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's diane kawasaki yep like the the jet ski kawasaki oh yeah yeah there you go 
You can figure it out like that. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Google. Well, you give great advice. Thank you guys yeah. so much Thank for you. being on the podcast. This is the Perfect Ten Podcast. I am Lana Turner, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. You can find us now on YouTube. You can watch the uh, the, li- the live recording of us just sitting here talking into microphones. So it's a little a visual look into us doing sitting. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty but, natural though, so it doesn't look that weird. Yeah, no, it's very cool. And um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Tell ten people how much you love us, and come back and listen again next week. Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends. And well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.